You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We closed the 18th chapter of Shabbat with a statement, V'chol milah osin b'Shabbat. All the requirements of circumcision are done on Shabbat. Those were the words that we left with yesterday. And the Rambam set comments there, a fascinating comment from the Rambam. Yit ba'aru The requirements for circumcision will be elucidated in the next chapter. So he's given us he's giving us a pointer, and he's giving us a hint, by the way, because the Mishnah said all the requirements of circumcision, and that, gosh, that could be a lot. That could be a great deal. So let's have a look. First chapter, first Mishnah of chapter 19. Next chapter, Rabbi Eliezer Omer. Im Rabbi Eliezer says, if he didn't bring an instrument, we're talking about a knife here, on the eve of Shabbat, he brings it on Shabbat uncovered. He walks in the street with it, in other words, so that people know that he's carrying in public on Shabbat to carry out a mitzvah. To carry out a mitzvah. And then Rabbi Eliezer continues, If we're in a time of danger, Rabbi Eliezer is writing just around the time of the Hadrianic persecutions. It was forbidden to carry out a circumcision at all. In that situation, you'd carry it in the street covered up. But gosh, you wouldn't want to be accused of breaking Shabbat, if you like, in public, but secretly. So you, you cover it up in the front of witnesses. In other words, witnesses see you covering it up. So they know that you're secretly carrying a knife in the street for the purpose of the mitzvah, not because you're, somehow you're breaking Shabbat. Mechasehu al edim. So Rabbi Eli, so we said kol mila. We're going to carry all of the requirements. We're going to be able to deal with all the requirements of the mila on Shabbat. So as far as Rabbi Eliezer is concerned, well, to start off with, to start off with, we can carry the knife. Imlohevi kli me'erev Shabbat. Open in the street. And Rabbi Eliezer is going to continue. And we know, by the way, that Rabbi Eliezer, we know Rabbi Eliezer is an extremist. And we've seen him on many, many occasions through the Mishnayot in Zerayim. So we know Rabbi Eliezer and, and we know how he ends up, by the way. The Odama Rabbi Eliezer. And Rabbi Eliezer then said, We'd cut down a tree to make charcoal. To make an iron instrument. We, we, if we, there's a special mitzvah of carrying out the circumcision on the eighth day. 
And if we don't have the necessary things to carry out the circumcision on the eighth day, we can even cut down a living tree and build a fire and build a furnace and make charcoal and smelt a knife and create a knife to carry out the circumcision on the eighth day. That is Rabbi Eliezer. And that's his response to the closing Mishnah of the previous chapter, Vechol Sorchei Mila Osin B'Shabbat. The words that we close with yesterday, all the requirements of circumcision can be done on Shabbat. That's Rabbi Eliezer, and he takes it literally. And now he takes it literally. And now, of course, you can see why the Rambam is being so delicate when he just comments there. We'll explain that in the next <laughs> in the next parak. So let's carry on. Because Rabbi Eliezer doesn't have the last word. Klal Amar Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva stated a principle. Kol Any work which could have been performed before Shabbat, it does not set aside the Shabbat, does not supersede Shabbat. That which could not be performed before Shabbat does supersede Shabbat. So Rabbi Akiva is going to be a little bit more general. And the Rambam is going to explain this again. Forgive me, but I mean, you probably can tell from the last few months, I am fond of the Rambam and I like to bring him when I, when I can. And he says, Rabbi Eliezer permits carrying it in the public domain. He means carrying the knife. And of course, cutting down a tree to make charcoal to smelt a knife. But, but, this is not the halacha. Because our principle, the, the principle where we live, the principle given by Rabbi Akiva is true. We can't carry out the circumcision itself on Erev Shabbat. Well, why not? Because it has to be carried out on the eighth day. There's no way you can carry out a day early because it has to be done on the eighth day. It's not due on the eighth day. Because the mitzvah is certainly due on the eighth day. But the Rambam is going to rule, and of course the halacha rules, and that's Rabbi Akiva's rule, that everything else should really be done before Shabbat. In other words, we get ready for the mila before Shabbat. We prepare the knife, we cut down the tree, we smelt, we build a furnace and so on. But the only work that we do actually to break Shabbat is the Mila itself. And this is explained then in the next Mishnah. Osin kol sochei milab Shabbat. We're reflecting the words of the previous chapter. Osin kol sochei milab Shabbat. We perform all the necessities of circumcision on Shabbat. And here we are. Mohalin, ufurin, umotzitzin, vinotnimaleha, ispalint, vechamon. We're going to circumcise, we're going to uncover, we're going to suck out the blood. This was considered very important in the time of the Mishnah, and some people still do it. Although it's a bit controversial today. I mean, for reasons of hygiene, it's controversial today. Different people do it in different ways. 
placing a placing a bandage on it and cumin. Again, we don't use cumin today as a disinfectant, but it seems like they used cumin. It's chamon in Hebrew. They used cumin as a disinfectant and they used to put it on the wound to make it heal better. If he didn't grind the cumin on um, Erev Shabbat, he, he grinds it up in his teeth and he applies it. And again, we can see that they didn't have the same concepts. I mean, we wouldn't do this today, right? We didn't because we know about we know a lot more about infection than they did then. But we wouldn't. But anyway, that that's how they used to do it because we didn't grind it on erev Shabbat, so we'll grind it in a different way on Shabbat. If he didn't beat up the wine and the oil on erev Shabbat, so they used to apply a wine and oil mixture to the wound, and this is pretty good now because the wine will is probably a disinfectant and the oil will be a kind of a soothing uh, the the oil will soothe it so we might do that today so we're going to put them on set if we haven't made the mixture on erev shabbat we're just going to put them on separately they used to make a little cap to put on on the wound to bandage the wound um, in the first instance, we wouldn't do that on Shabbat. We might just wrap a rag about it. And if it wasn't prepared on Erev Shabbat, remember we're following Rabbi Akiva now, not Rabbi Eliezer. We're not going to carry it openly through the street. He winds it round his finger and brings it. So he's going to, if you like, wear, he's going to wear the bandage so as to avoid carrying it on Shabbat. And even from another courtyard. And then how are we going to take care of the baby? Now here, actually the Rambam will go maximalist. And just as he, he well, we'll see in a minute. We're gonna, we can bathe the infant before and after the circumcision, and we sprinkle warm water over him by hand, but not with a. We don't use a, a, a basin. We're not going to bathe him in a bath. Rabbi Eliezer ben Azaria Omer. Rabbi, El, sorry, Rabbi, Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria Omer. Marchitzin et akatan biyom shlishi shichal liyot b'shabat. We can bathe an infant on the third day. That's the third day after the milah. Even if that day falls on Shabbat. Shin emar, and we learnt this pasuk just a, a few weeks ago. It's from the attack on Shechem. Vayhi, it's from Vayishlach. Vayhi vayom hashlishi biotam koavim. It happened on the third day when they were sore. This is the attack on Shechem by um, Shimon and Levi. Safek. The androgynous ain machalalim alavet hashabbat. If it's a one who's doubtful, and if it's a for her hermaphrodite, we don't break shabbat. Virabi Huda matirba androgynous. Rabbi Huda permits in the case of a hermaphrodite. What's a suffek? Well, let's think about someone who's born at twilight on Friday night. He's born at twilight on Friday night. So is the circumcision due? Well, what day is it? We're not really sure what day he's born on. 
So maybe he's born on the Friday. Maybe he's born on the Shabbat. We certainly don't have an obligation to circumcise him on Shabbat because we don't, we're not certain that the Mila is due on Shabbat. And at the end of the chapter, we'll learn a little bit more about these date games. But that's the Suffolk. And the hermaphrodite, well, we're not sure whether the hermaphrodite requires a Mila or not. That, that's really the question that the Mishnah is focused on. And the Rambam, remember, yesterday we learned the Rambam in the case of a, a woman giving birth who, uh, even if she's blind, we light a candle if she asks for a candle just in order to make her feel better. Even if she can't see the light from the candle, Jerry said maybe she can smell the light so she knows the light's burning. Maybe she knows that the midwife has a light. So we'll light a light even just to calm her down. And now we're going to see the Rambam on bathing the baby. V'chalak, Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria, Alze. Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria disagrees. He disagrees with the first opinion in the Mishnah that we have to just sprinkle this baby. V'yamar ki mutar lichotz kol gufor b'shabat lifnea milah vel ulachar amilah v'yom hashli uv'yom hashlishi lemilah v'zot harachitza hi harachitza b'chamin Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah says it's permitted to wash his whole body on Shabbat. So here you've got a medical, you just hear the medical mind, you hear the experience, both before and after the circumcision, and on the third day. And this refers to washing in hot water, either heated up before Shabbat, or heated up on Shabbat. Lefisha hu sakanat nefashot because his life is in danger. Vihalacha Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria and halacha is according to Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria. In other words, we do for the baby what is required to make him comfortable and healthy after the milah, and then he goes on to say uh, to comment on Rabbi Yehuda. He, the Rambam would not permit in the case of a hermaphrodite, not on Shabbat. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. <laughs>